You're listening to the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. Well, hello, how are you? I'm Mike Fernino, and you are indeed listening to the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. What a year. It's been what a year, right? And this is part three of my three-part series that I call, What Was Your 2020 Experience? And yes, it's been an experience, all right. I've had six wonderful guests that have come on. And today, my final two guests, as we wrap up this series, we have Chris Washburn and Frank Smith. We're going to talk professional. We're going to talk personal. What the heck happened to them and what their 2020 experience was all about? So thanks for the listen. I hope you enjoy. And this is the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. I'm here with Chris Washburn. Hey, Chris. Hey, what's up, Mike, and the rest of the DJ Idea Sharing community world? Welcome, brother. So let's, uh, let's get into your story, your COVID-19 story. I mean, so the whole thing, what were you doing when the whole thing, when the whole thing hit? And uh, what, were you, what were your initial thoughts about all of this, about shutting down? Sure, man. I'm like everyone. I'm sure it hit us all like, wow. Well, you know, it's uh, where I was, what I was doing is actually really prevalent to the DJ world, DJ career. Cause I was actually, so I'm from New York, Ithaca, New York, and I was on the West coast getting ready for mobile beat, which I'm sure a lot of you listeners are very familiar with. And were probably in the same shoes as me. I had gone out a week earlier for my sister's engagement party. She lives in California And the plan was with my wife and we were going to go from California to Vegas for mobile beat. And, you know, this is back in March. So right when things were starting to shut down and it was getting more serious and they were putting in different regulations on the travel cities, et cetera. So it was really coming down to the day of, so a week before like, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we'll go to mobile beat. Hopefully things will be fine. Every day that progressed was like, Oh, well now they're shutting down this. Now they're stopping this. Are we going to not be able to fly back if we do this? So I remember when it came down to, I think, three days before Mobile Beat was supposed to start is when we finally made the decision. And I, I can't remember when Mobile Beat actually canceled it, but they were trying to wait to the last, last day as well. So that's where we were out there for that. And uh, fortunately, it, uh, you know, they made the decision. They canceled Mobile Beat. So then we came back to home, back to New York to hunker down and go on lockdown yeah. for the next few weeks. Unfortunately, the whole epicenter of the, of the country just going, wait, hit the brakes, was right in that time corridor of the Mobile Beach show. It was like right there. Yeah, a week earlier, two weeks earlier, I think we would have gotten it in, yeah. uh, which might have been bad, though, and then knowing what we know now about how the virus spreads, et cetera. But, right. but yeah, I definitely heard about that. Well, a couple of weeks before that, I was out in Vegas for the other DJ show in the Photo Booth Expo. And I was hanging at a NASCAR event with 80,000 people. So I didn't know. Uh, so who knows? Exactly. Even now, like months later, do we have the exact science of is it airborne? Is it by touch? Is it six feet? Is it 10 yeah. feet? If, they still, if you're downwind? They're still learning. Know? They're still learning. So, so let's talk about Washburn Entertainment. Absolutely. So how is, I, we already know the answer when I ask you, how's your uh, business been affected by this? We already know. So we'll skip over that and we'll just say, what are you doing right now during this downtime? I know you've been doing education via zoom. You've been doing stuff. You were even on our channel doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so of course the generic answer from everyone, yes, we have no events, et cetera, blah, 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 et cetera. All DJ entertainment companies going through the same. Uh, so it, I've taken up a lot with the virtual events and doing things that we could not do before. So I never really had done any virtual streaming, like probably 98% of DJs out there. With this pandemic, so obviously it forced us. So some of the things that I did, Typically, yes, went to the Facebook, started doing streams on Facebook, Twitch, etc. Opened up to doing virtual Zoom parties now. Uh, I know some people have done that. Private Zoom parties from anything from just birthday parties, celebrating with music to open trivias. I did open public trivias where I just gave away $5 per question, ran it for two hours on my personal Facebook, but also doing a lot of private events for anything from corporate parties to military groups out in Boston to mortgage companies in Kansas did a really sweet uh, private one for a group of all Europeans, Germany. Someone was leaving uh, uh, an organization out there. So it's really become international. So of course there's that aspect of the virtual streams to answer the question in a shorter way, the virtual streams that uh, with those, it's helped open the doors to a lot of things that I never thought were really possible with this because of the reach, because of getting out there. First, it's helped build a lot of relationships with people. A lot of people in the DJ idea sharing people like Luca, Luca and I were friends beforehand, but a lot of these DJs that were now coming together of how do I stream? How do I do this? What can we do? And then it just it, it created more of a relationship with people and brought, I think in a lot of ways brought our the DJ idea sharing community together because it was then, okay, now we have a group of DJs going on Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night for the first month or so. That was cool. That was fun. And the point I was making about how it has opened some doors for me that I don't think would have happened if it was if we were just doing our regular live events is because of the reach, because of the people that saw me on Twitch, saw our company doing things on social media. Um, a great example is one of my wedding clients that I did his wedding four or five years ago, he now works for a company that does a lot of Comic-Con stuff. Uh, it's called Wizard World. And he saw what I was doing virtually and allowed me to invite me to come do some really cool virtual opening DJ sets for some of their Comic-Con actor panels. And these were some big names, not the, huge, the biggest names, but did one opening up for the cast of some of the Star Wars movies. The guy who played Jar Jar Binks, Darth Vader, C-3PO from the new ones, a bunch of Mandalorian staff did that. Uh, did another one the following week opening up for the same kind of idea, but for Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I'm a big fan of. So seeing some of the actors on that was neat. Uh, and then I did one for Gotham Krypton, so going to the DC Universe. So the point of that was it opened up to something that was really cool and the reach to those fans. I'm a big nerd also. So being able to do all these nerd-themed DJ sets where I can do a bunch of stars remixes and videos and same thing with Superman, Batman, etc. was really fun for me. I love that stuff. As you can see, I've got the Infinity. Well, if you're listening, you can't see, but I've got my... Infinity Gauntlet there. You got the gauntlet ready. Yeah, that's very cool. Oh, we're, we're ready to go. So my lightsabers here. Yeah. So th this is keeping you busy. Is it, uh, is it enough to build a bridge to 2021? Sure, yeah. So very busy. But as any other DJs know that you can't uh, – it's, it's not the same sort of revenue stream as doing your live events. Um, some of these were free. Some of these were charity fundraisers. Some were a couple hundred dollars. Uh, so fractions of what it would be if we were really doing our weddings and et cetera. Um, fortunately, I had some other uh, revenue in incomes. Um, my wife's a nurse. Her job was pretty stable. She's safe, thankfully. Uh, so ways that I was able to do some things that 
I was willing to, to give up my time and not necessarily just make it about money. And the other thing is a lot of these were to not necessarily just get a paycheck now because we were surviving, but to help build relationships with some of my other clients and build branding. Um, an example of that is I was offering to do free virtual proms for a lot of schools around me. Uh, and it wasn't just about the money. It was some of the ones that hired me that uh, are loyal. I did them for free. And some of the ones that weren't hiring me before because we were more expensive or whatnot. I thought this was a great opportunity to show them, all right, I'll do this for free because it, it's really no upkeep uh, minimum on our, my end. Sure, I upgraded my Zoom, bought a webcam, whatever. Uh, that's It's minimal. But the effect it has on some of those new schools that they wouldn't pay, they weren't going to afford what we did before without seeing, but now they get to see what we do and see we bring them into the, the virtual world and like, oh, wow, that DJ is well beyond what we're used to having for our $5 prom. So I think that, and then just being able to help out a lot of other businesses and fundraisers and companies around, uh, again, just was good for that brand awareness. So it was essentially right. me paying for marketing without having to pay, just donate my time to do, I did events for Alzheimer's, a, a child advocacy center, uh, a bunch of other ones that, again, is just helping be a good person, I guess, and share that. And then they're obviously the takeaway from that is hopefully they say, wow, that, you know, Chris Washburn Entertainment, they were great during the pandemic, did this for free. Oh, we need a DJ. We know who we're calling. So, right, right, right. So that kind uh, of sums it up. You're in the, uh, in the, you're in the Finger Lakes area of New York. So, uh, Governor Cuomo has, uh, had different uh, phase openings for different parts and you're in a rural area, beautiful area of the state. So aren't you in phase three right now? Correct. And I believe as of today or yesterday, today's the 29th, we were supposed to go into phase four. Phase four. I haven't really watched the news much today. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. So what does that um, look like? Have... What, what's that look like for you? I mean, do you have an opportunity to do a wedding of 250 people inside? No, right? So, Right now, I know the next couple of days we're going to figure out exactly what the timeline, what the, what the numbers are. Um, I can say that I do have, we have four weddings for the month of July right now, scheduled, ready to go. One of them is actually in Pennsylvania. I know their laws are a little different. The other one, the first one that's in a week and a half, July, uh, in New York still, 50 people. They're, they've cut it down for, to 50 people. One at the end of the month, I believe the venue is allowing... Over a hundred, I think, I don't know if they're fully um, saying what the government has to because they, they're going with the, while we're a private establishment, we can enforce what we want. I'm not exactly totally sure on that. So I don't think it's completely clear cut, but I think the, of exactly what it is right now because of the surge that's rehappening the last couple of days. Right. But uh, we, we can do some events, but I think they do have a cap on, on numbers. And a lot of it is, of course, the the venue and the client, what they're comfortable with. And so what's 2021 look like for you? Well, I think that's going to be the, uh, the easiest year to book in terms of weddings ever <laughs> because a lot of them are just oh, changing the date from a 20 to a 21. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, but I think just in general, DJs, especially for our market and here, 2021 is going to be absolutely slammed because you have all of the 2020s moving into 21 and the 21s in general. So I've been putting, I guess you could say like PSAs or telling friends, telling people that if you are looking to have a 2021 wedding, like, you, I mean, already we're in to July pretty much that on a normal year, you should be doing it already by now, definitely. But even more so for next year, because of the, the we know there's only X amount of Saturdays. They're going to fill up real fast. Most of them are filled up already. 
And I know that for us personally, we get a lot of inquiries in the September, October range for the following year. And I feel like this for next year, we're going to have, we're not going to be able to accommodate as many. And I have a team of about three main lead wedding DJ performers. So we can do about three weddings a year or sorry, a day. Um, so yeah, super packed, super busy as I'm sure most are for weddings. That is. Well, uh, hopefully that's for everybody, but uh, I'm glad you're doing, you're well, you're healthy. Your, your wife is uh, staying uh, healthy. God bless her for what she's doing as a nurse. Yes. But thank you. She says, thank you. I'm sure. That's yes. definitely incredible a, what they do. It's a, it's a wonderful business to be in right now. That's for sure. Yeah, I guess you could say wonderful, at least job. Well, depending where you are, I'm, I'm sure we could talk a lot more about nursing in that situation. Gainfully, but it depends where you are. Gainfully employed, should I say? Yes. 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 Um, job, but yeah, job security it, right now. Yeah. Sure. But it definitely weighs a lot emotionally watching people die, watching people suffer. Uh, it's tough because now even the people that aren't infected with COVID, it has such an effect because all the normal people that are in there for whatever reason, because of the lockdowns and the, and the regulations, family members can't come in and sit with a dying person. I know, and that sure. is tough. And to say, Oh, your loved one's about to die here. Let me bring up the zoom call for you guys. Like, yeah, I, can you even imagine? So conversation for another day, but yeah, definitely much love, much uh, respect to everyone that's out there in the, uh, the medical world. Chris from Washburn Entertainment. Chris, make sure you stay safe and be well. And uh, we'll talk with you soon, buddy. Mike, appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, again, big shout out. Much love going out to the rest of the, the DJ community. On the Zoom line, I have Mr. Frank Smith. You're down, Frank, you're down in Virginia, correct? Yep. Yeah, man, Virginia, right around Charlottesville, Harrisonburg area. So UVA and JMU campuses are about 30 minutes away from me either direction. Okay, as we hit July, how are your numbers down in Virginia? What's it looking like down there? Um, so right now we're we're trending. I mean, we were trending down for about the last month as far as uh, as far as um, confirmed cases versus tests go, hovering right around the five percent average on that right now. Um, anywhere from four to six hundred confirmed cases per day coming back. So. We are trending downward. We're kind of leveled out right now. And phase three uh, in the state of Virginia begins this Wednesday on July 1st. Well, that's promising. That's absolutely promising. And uh, so, well, let's, let's go to the beginning of this whole thing. So COVID hits in February, really just goes ballistic in March. How did it uh, affect you and your business and everything? And what happened? Yeah, so the state of Virginia pretty much shut everything down really quickly. Um, so I, I was just gearing up for my first wedding in late March and never got to it. Um, about 17, 18 total weddings from mid March till mid June rescheduled almost within days of each other. Um, I lost one wedding. I, I just think that couple, uh, wanted to move forward with their date and was okay with not having anybody there. Um, Everybody else wanted to move forward. Some people moved to July of this year, which have been pushed back again. Um, some people moved as far out as a year from their date. So April, May, June of next year. Um, our restrictions were supposed to last until June 10th. Um, clearly, they've lasted a little bit longer than that. Um, so I've kind of had to extend and work with people a little bit um, further than I expected to. But as of August 1, um, 
if the state keeps trending the way that it is, uh, events are pretty much back on, on for me. Uh, do you think it's going to be close to normal, actually? Or is, uh, what, are the, what are the restrictions that the governor's putting on events, indoors and outdoors? Yep. So, um, so altogether, it's either 250 people max or 50% of the capacity of the venue. Um, most of the outdoor venues locally don't actually have a, compass- a capacity um, rating because their space is, you know, that outdoor section. So they can throw another tent up if they want to. Um, of course, at the couple's expense to gain extra seating, if that's the decision they want to make. Um, so most of the venues around here are indoor, are probably going to be scaled back to 75 to 125 people. And then as far as the outdoor venues, it'll just be determined based on the willingness of a client to pay extra to have extra space. Right. Um, so. So there's a very good likelihood that you may, uh, God willing, and that the numbers don't end up going crazy in the wrong direction, that you might have to, you might actually have a fall season. Yeah. So I had two weddings, uh, one each of the last two Saturdays. And, um, you know, they, they chose to scale back to 50 people. That was their decision. Um, you know, I worked with them as best as I could. The dance floors were actually really active. Um, not very much social distancing not too many masks between the, between the guests. Of course, it is really close family and friends out there on the dance floor. Um, and the bridal parties were in both weddings really committed to making sure the bride and groom had a good time. And so that's what, you know, that's what happened. Um, now I've got July off because all of my July weddings had rescheduled and starting August one, I'm anticipating not a completely normal, but a close to normal wedding season. Wow, that makes your story not quite as evil as some of some of our side. I haven't done a wedding since February the 29th. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, that, I didn't have any until June 20th because, like I said, March was my wedding season to start. I usually take a few months off because I've got some. I've got four kids, so I like to spend some time with them during the holidays and the colder months. So March is usually when I ramp things back up. And COVID hit, so I was my my last wedding prior to June 20th. 20th was November of last year. I don't remember the exact date. And what's it looking like for 2021? You, you mentioned that you've already postponed about what, 16, 17 weddings into 2021? Yeah. Yep. So as of right now, I've got 25 weddings or events on the books for 2021. Um, I'm constantly having people reach out and contact me. Um, we are all in this area anticipating a very, very intense 2021 season because you've got all the reschedules You've got the people who are considering rescheduling that will probably make that decision a little bit later in the year as they get closer to their date. And then, of course, if their DJ's already booked, then they're going to be back on the hunt for a DJ again. So, you know, I anticipate it being pretty aggressive um, in 2021. Any thoughts of possibly – are you a solo operator or do you work as a multi? So I'm a solo op, but I have, I have multiple employees. Um, I, I just, I haven't been able to fully commit to the multi-op thing because I have a full-time day job outside of DJing. Um, so I just, I haven't been able to take that jump yet mentally. I haven't been able to take that jump yet, but um, I it is, have. It is a leap of faith. I'll tell you that. It really yeah, is. I want to. It's just that, um, you know, there, there aren't as many, you know, this isn't like an area like, you know, New Jersey and New York or some of the bigger cities you know, around the country where I think there are more people interested in becoming DJs. 
Um, that's not a huge thing around here. We have a lot of good DJs, but, you know, fishing for more is really challenging. So, um, you know, as of right now, I've got four, there are three employees plus myself, so four of us. And moving forward, any reschedules I've offered to, you know, if they, if they want to move to a date that I've already got booked, then I allow them to have the opportunity to stay with my company and take um, my other, you know, two of my other guys, but that I have to stay committed to the people who had booked me that date originally. Um, so far, I haven't lost any weddings that chose to double book or chose to be a wedding that uh, landed on a date where I was already booked. But, you know, I, I leave it up to them and I'm staying as flexible as I can with, with people. Right. So hopefully things continue to go well for you. I mean, it, yeah, it, I'm sure it was painful to lose or postpone those other weddings, but uh, I've heard much worse. So sounds like Virginia's in a pretty decent space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so far in a lot of the venues, uh, we, specific to my area, a lot of the venues and the vendors have really been in close contact with each other, trying to make sure that we're, uh, you know, putting the same messaging out just as far as, you know, if you want to move to 2021, do it quickly. You don't want to wait, you know, and if you do want to stay committed to 2020 a little bit longer and get closer to your wedding date, know that the venue may not let you move as easily because of restrictions that the state, you know, the, the loosening of the restrictions in the state of Virginia. So I think a majority of my 25 to 30 weddings that I have left this year are going to go off without a hitch, except for those, you know, six feet between dinner tables and some of the other restrictions that have made it a little bit difficult was, um, you know, uh, household units are supposed to be the only people that sit at a table. So, you know, even if you're immediate family, if you don't live in the same home, the state of Virginia is trying to dictate that you can't sit at the same table as other people. And they set that up this weekend, but then, you know, guest one moves from table one to table two to sit down and chat with people. So, you know, I don't know how well they're going to be able to regulate that, but, um, you know, all I can do is, is put a mask on and, and, you know, sanitize the mic, sanitize the equipment, you know, try to promote some kind of distancing the best that I can and, you know, go hope that people have a good time. Yeah. That was going to be my, uh, my final follow-up question is uh, being that you are active right now, what do you have in place as far as protecting yourself? Have, have you made any kind of requests from your, uh, from your bride and groom as far as, uh, what you require for your setup and for your safety. Yeah. So, so I, I, I do DJ services as well as photo booth services. So as far as the DJ services go, um, until I get the, the mic covers, I'm asking people to, um, to allow me to put a handheld mic on a, on a um, mic stand for toasts and for welcoming slash bless, blessing um, intro toasts and stuff like that. Um, the, the wedding this weekend was perfectly fine with it. They had no complaints. Um, you know, I had, I got some, uh, mic sanitizer spray, um, from NLFX and, um, you know, use that in between uses. Um, as far as the photo booth goes, you know, I'm just going to be limiting people to not being able to touch the photo booth to get it started. The attendant will do that. They'll pull the strip off the printer and they'll close the curtains. You know, the attendant will do all the touching. The only thing that they'll be able to do is, uh, get signs and those signs will be sanitized in between uses. I'm scrapping, I'm scrapping um, hats and glasses and boas and wigs and all of that stuff out of the props for this year. And, uh, you know, everybody's been really, really cool with it. And then I'm searching for a request service where clients can, or, or where 
um, guests can request songs without having to come over to us. Um, so I've let clients, I've let my couples know, hey, if you want to have requests, then these are the options on how to provide them to me. And if you're not comfortable with that, then we'll have to scrap requests at, at your wedding. And all of them have been really cool. So right now I've just been able to take requests uh, through social media platforms, but I've been looking at a couple of the other requesting uh, services that are coming out right now and considering which one would be the best option uh, for my company. All right, changing times, you gotta evolve with it. So, hey, listen, I mean, I'm happy to hear that uh, things are working out fairly normal for you and that it hasn't been that difficult. And I hope you and your family stay safe, Frank. You've got four little ones to look after there. So homeschooling yeah. must be fun, right? Yeah, man, uh, homeschooling. I work for the state, so um, that's been an interesting time for me as well. But yeah, man, uh, just trying to keep everybody home and keep everybody healthy. Amen. Frank Smith, thank you so much for uh, being yeah. a part of our group yeah. and uh, taking a little time with us uh, sharing your story today. Yeah, no problem. The DJ Idea Sharing Podcast is brought to you by NLFX Professional and Promo Only.